Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 2 of Campfire Talk. Today I'm going to be bringing on a guest, which is also a really good friend of mine. His name is Sean McNulty. We'll be discussing different things like politics, political standpoints, uh, what he believes in as far as that goes, as well as what he thinks about political correctness and whether he believes in aliens or not and why. Let me go ahead and bring him on the line, and we'll get this thing started. All right, here's my friend Sean McNulty, and bringing him on to uh, discuss some fun topics today. Hey, Sean. Hey, Cam, what's going on? Some fun topics. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, fun topics. So the first one I want to bring up (laughs) is what is your political standpoint as far as your political views is uh, conservative, Republican, whatever it may be, Democrat, liberal, whatever. <laughs> oh, man, I look at it. I, I, I try to be a realist. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, you can be Democrat. You can be Republican. You can go nuts. And one side, left, right. I thought we go straight down to it and say uh, our government's corrupt as shit, and we need to get everyone out of there and get somebody who actually gives a shit about our country and its people. Hell with all these politics, getting every penny they can and getting rich, and they keep getting richer and we keep getting poor. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that, and that's why I try to tell people, like, look, if somebody was going to align me with a party, it'd probably be conservative. If somebody was from the outside looking at him, was like, oh, his views line up with this, you know, with this. But yeah, I'm well, kind of like, I don't like, categorize anyone, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like somebody like you or somebody like me, we're both open minded free thinkers. We're both intelligent humans. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna agree with everything you say. You're not gonna agree with everything I say, but at the same time, you're intelligent enough and we've had conversations in the past where you're gonna back your opinions with facts and I'm gonna back mine with facts and we're both gonna actually we're reasonable enough people that we're gonna look at it and be like, you know what, okay, I okay. I understand where you're coming from on that. May not agree with it, but I do understand where you're coming from. We've both said that to each other countless times, have we not? Right. Yeah. Um, that's. I don't. Know, I, I don't. I don't like politics personally. Personally, I think all politicians this day and age should be drug out and hung in, hanged in the street. And, and that's why I thought it was perfect. Huh? I, I usually hate politics. I tell people I hate politics, which is the truth. I yeah. usually I hate politics, but I've had to. I guess get more involved with that side of it because of the way the world's going. Yeah. You know, you almost yeah, have and, and to keep up with something. I completely agree with you there. I mean, we all kind of have to, you know, we all have to really start looking at things and, and paying attention. And I mean, and unfortunately, so you're not, you're one of the few people I want to talk politics with because I know we're not going to get in an argument about it. We have a lot of the same views. But even when they differ, we both, like I said earlier, we're intelligent enough to, you know, actually step back and look at it. But uh, the whole politics thing, man. Yeah, unfortunately, not everyone can do that. Yeah, because at least the good thing is, is like, at least I have, even if we have some views that differ, we have enough logic or reasons that, to say, okay, that makes exactly. sense, though. So, yes, yes, with the people yes, that I disagree yes. with, I'm like, that makes no sense whatsoever. You know, they right. have no but at the same time, it's a respect thing as well. You yeah. know, I respect your opinion. Like, oh, well, your opinion differs from mine, so you're wrong, and fuck you, I'm not going to talk to you no more. 
no, we're not we're not morons. We're not cretins. Yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. This this whole everything down a path. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's like, oh, I'm right about this. Oh, I'm right about this. It's like nobody's really right or wrong because at the end of the day, their polit- their opinion is their opinion. But you got to have. Oh yeah. I tell people where the right and wrong comes from is what people in their mind think. Oh, you got to have some kind of logic behind what your views are. Mm-hmm. Right. You have a right to your own opinion. Every human being on the face of this planet has a right to their opinion. And all I'm going to ask is like logic behind it. Have some, some kind of facts that are going to back it. Have some kind of reason. I mean, like, I, I mean, my ex and I, we, we both, you know, have opinions on, on the president. She voted for him. I didn't. And I understood her reason for voting for him. I had nothing against the reason she voted for him. But the other things that were coming down the pike with it, I didn't like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I completely supported her for why she voted for this president and what he was trying to do. He hasn't done it yet, and I don't think he will. But at the same time, hey, you know what? Gave him a chance. Did I like Trump? No. Did I support Trump? Yes. Did I think he was good for our country? Yes. Did I like him? No. I think he was an arrogant asshole. But was he good? Yes, I think he was. Biden, do I think he's good for our country? Hell no. Do I think that his speeches were very same thing with Obama and they promised a lot of things that they didn't deliver and that Biden's not going to deliver? Yeah. Were the ideals good on a lot of them? Yeah, it would have been great. Other than the whole socialism standpoint. You want socialism? Yeah. Go turn out for Venezuela. <laughs> the thing I tell people is that what Biden appealed to so many people with is his his uh uh so when he spoke and he said, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, was right. his, in- his intent and his voice to care about everything. You know what I mean? But then he right. gets in office and it's like, oh, he's not doing any of these things. And, that, and people like are going to wake up to that. President. And that's what I'm talking about Trump. Because yeah, he came in and he didn't give a shit about anybody. Said. He wasn't a puppet. Right. Most presidents are a puppet. Somebody, he's not the highest up in the, in, the, in the food chain in our government. He's not. There's other people that are pulling his strings. and He's got a hand up his ass, moving his mouth. Most presidents. Yeah. Trump, nobody had their hand up Trump's ass, and that's what they didn't like about him. Personally, yeah. I didn't like the way he did people. And if I think, uh, in my opinion, if he kept his fucking mouth shut and stayed off Twitter, he probably would have got reelected. But, yeah. you know, he, he's a New Yorker. What do you expect? Different ways he could have said some things, you know what I mean? That's why I was like, man, just keep. Even sometimes I was thinking, hey, keep your mouth shut, you know what I mean? Like, this is there's a time to talk, but the same time, time to sit and think about him. Yeah, it's yeah, he had balls. He just, uh, that's what I loved about him. Yeah, I, I liked that, admired him about him as well. But like I said, it, I think didn't like like we both just said if he would just kept his damn mouth shut, you know. Don't don't sit there and be and and show everyone that you're the arrogant asshole they think you are. Just keep right. your mouth shut and just let shit unfold. Sit back and watch for a minute, and sit back and laugh at it because you're right. But that doesn't mean you got to go tell the whole world you're right on Twitter, and you know, <laughs> and, and just be an arrogant prick about it. Which okay, yeah, right. Some of it was comical, some of it was cute. At the same time, he he offended a lot of people. Because we're into that kinder, softer, gentler mentality with this world today. 
and not everybody's cut from the same cloth we are. Not everybody comes from that time period that we did where if you have to go to work and work hard, you know, you don't eat shit like that, you know. I mean, I don't think, I don't know if Trump had that kind of shit, but I mean, he was one of those, he really, I think he was trying to do what he helped our country. He really did. Yeah, it was good. It was starting to turn in the right direction, and that's what baffles me about. Yeah, like I said, I don't hear where some of these views are, but the Democrat and liberal side, they're like, he was doing this, he's doing all these bad things. I was like, how? I literally yeah. asked that one question, and they could not answer the question. Well, 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 yeah, well none of those, none of those far extremists can. Yeah. So I, I literally said, "How?" And that's all I asked them. I said, "How was he bad for the country? Tell me how exactly." And they could not yeah, say, they could not I mean, he's Biden come, and within a month, he's already eliminated how many thousands of jobs? I mean, steel is tripled in yeah. price. Fuel's going up. It's costing us more. Who's getting rich out of this? All these politicians. Yep. I mean, the rich keep And that, you know, everybody, and it's so funny because from the left, they were saying, oh, well, we're in debt to, like, we're indebted to China and all this other stuff. Well, Trump had it to where China was paying us tariffs on, yeah. you know, trade and all this other stuff. And, yeah. like, you know, he was the only one to sit in with King Jong-un and end his missile program. As soon as Biden got in office, he restarted the oh, missile, missile program. program. Yeah, right back up. But it's like, wait a minute. You know why? Because they feared him and they respected him. Because when's the last and talked to somebody like Kim Jong Un, and was like, "Hey, fucker, yeah. you're gonna never. Shit. No one in history has ever done that. <laughs> yeah, sit down, you fat faced thirteen year old Korean bitch. You're not gonna do this anymore. You're not gonna terrorize people." And he listened, but nobody else said nobody yeah. until Trump had actually done that. All it takes is a man walking up and and smacking this little fucker in the face and be like, "Stop that!" And he's gonna stop it. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's like they're and, saying, "Oh, he's big with Putin." Oh, he's in bed with Putin. I was like, no, he did the same thing he did with Kim Jong-un is he made another yeah. president respect him because <laughs> he knew he wasn't afraid of shit, yeah. basically. Exactly. Now we have this head. buffoon in there. We have this buffoon in there and Kamala Harris, I don't know what to think about her. I mean, I'm, yeah, you can barely form a complete sentence in one of his speeches as president now. <laughs> We're the fucking <laughs> laughing of the goddamn world. Yep. I mean, in the U.S. Right. Marine, I take high, I take high offense to this. I mean, I fought in other countries for this country, and now I have down who can barely form a sentence as my commander in chief. Hell, yeah, that ain't how she's supposed. Reagan's probably turning over in his grave, and so is Washington and Lincoln and all of them. And I always wonder what, how like Secret Service agents feel because they have to protect this guy at all costs, right? And you know, there's oh, some God. of them that probably don't like him whatsoever, and they're having to protect his life in every aspect of it. I mean, it's know? pretty bad when you're doing a child-proof the White House from the president. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make sure this ass kind doesn't drown in the toilet or something. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, most I'll... presidents are getting up at five thirty. In the morning, and this dude just doesn't wake up till like eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning to start his day. I'm like, really? Yeah, that shows you mean you're working hard, you know? Yeah, I mean, I had more respect for Clinton. At least he got head in the Oval Office. Fuck, how do you fault the guy for that? But this guy can't even form a complete sentence. Yeah, 
it was known that I think Trump only got like four to five hours of sleep in a night, and uh, Biden's get like his full eight to nine hours of sleep every night. You know, oh, he's treating man. it like a vacation rather than the job. I'm, I'm and, starting to think. I'm starting know. to think that all the Secret Service guys should run around with those little beanie caps with the propellers on top, and Biden the dunce hat on. Yeah, I think that'd be a pretty. Some of those helmets with the straws come like the the sport <laughs> yeah. helmets. Yeah, exactly. And I don't Bring know. Like the cone dunce hat. Huh? Uh, you put a put a dunce hat on Biden and a little and he's on all the Secret Service guys. Because I'm pretty sure, <laughs> like you said, there's quite a few of them that probably feel pretty stupid right now for having to guard this asshole. Yeah, like oh god. You tell him to go left, he'll go right, or try to squat, or do something stupid. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, didn't didn't he trip over his own feet and fall down some steps? Yeah, I was about to say. And he was like, going up the steps in Air Force One really? and busted his ass. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he fell up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, most Sounds people like can't like something my ex You know, the only other time that'll happen is if you're in socks going up like a wooden surface stairwell um, I'd have to be, I still have to be pretty fucking drunk to fall up the stairs yeah, <laughs> yeah I know I was like, at least I was like that's the bad thing is 90% of people that are drunk can still go up the stairs they may be swaying when they're doing it but they walked up the stairs better than Biden did uh, yeah and, well I don't know he might not have been sober let's hope he drinks like <laughs> Pelosi even Grace on an excuse <laughs> yeah Probably, you thought it was a great juice and drinking red wine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, speaking on that point, when you said, you know, how Trump was basically offending the people or offending a lot of people with what he said, that's what, that's what's wrong, I think, with the world today, which brings me to my next point on political correctness. I agree. Political Everyone political. wants to be you know, like, oh, yeah, it's not PC. I mean, it's, it's getting to the point where people can't even say it. Like, I've heard people use the abbreviation PC for political. Huh? And your brother, politician, you can be great. One of the two. You can't be both. Political greatness. Right. It's kind of like military. It's the greatest oxymorons I've ever heard. So. <laughs> or like political correctness. It's like saying, like, you can't even call and you know, a black person black anymore. You know what I mean? They're like, we're African American or you can't you know what I'm saying? Everything, I disagree with that to too. I, mean, I want to be a Mexican American. I'm an African American. No, you're an American or bust. I mean, we're all Americans. I don't call myself right. an Irish American. I mean right. it's you know, no. Okay, your skin color, whatever. Like where I come from, we're all green. Same thing with you, you know? I mean, the military's yeah. got the right. I think we're all green. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, if somebody just went through a boot camp, you know, <laughs> went through oh, one boot God. camp and we learned what, what we saw. Nowadays, they got their cell phones and all that shit. Oh, oh wait a minute! Yeah, I do. Three months, and I got two phone calls home. And yeah. my third phone home was the day I graduated. I bought a phone card and called home on a pay phone in a phone booth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to call home one time. Um, I want to say twice. I think it was once when I first got there. 
And then I yeah. earned a phone call home because I had a drill sergeant bet me that I couldn't shoot. Like I shot through the window of this tank with the AT4. Yeah. And uh, I was on the practice range, and he's like, "Okay, do it. If you do it again, he said I'll give you a 15 minute phone call home." So oh, I did shit. it a second time, go. and he said, "Yeah, I did it a second time." And he's like, "All right, one more time, double or nothing." Which means I either got a 30-minute phone call home or no phone call. And I I sure enough shot it a third time through the window of the tank. And he was like, all right, well, you get a phone. And I sure enough got that phone call, too. You probably paid for that. That's the only thing. Too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I had to use my phone card still, but that was like a privilege. What people don't realize is like. Yeah, but no, I mean, you probably ended up in the deck or something getting get smoked for it at some point. Yeah, and that's why it's I mean, crazy it's just, to me that, you know, when people say they get food nowadays, or, oh, that's dry, or that's this, or this is nasty. I'm like, how do you think that's nasty? Like, it baffles me because I'm like, if you get used to eating MREs in the field, oh, yeah. This crappy shit that you start eating in the military, I was like, or in basic training or in the field or wherever you're at. I said, you're going to yeah. appreciate this kind of food. Go in the military, you'll oh, come out. Dude, I, I can tell you, we spent a lot of time in the sand when I was over in Iraq. And uh, me and my guys, there was times we passing, we had one spoon pass around a jar of peanut butter between seven of us, and that kept us alive for a couple of days until we got our next drop. And uh, then we were having to literally set up and we're picking motherfuckers off of it because as soon as our pallet dropped with our water and our MREs, and, you know, if we asked for maybe some mail in there if we're real lucky, a package from home, even a letter from home at that point was nice. And bastards off of it at, you know, a couple hundred yards out. We're having to shoot them to get our shit. You know, we can't just pull up in a Humvee with 40 ragheads crawling all over this shit. Yeah, you basically had to fend off your position to get with your, you know. Yeah, and then we're pulling, you know, seven of us loading two trucks in about 30 seconds with a whole fucking drop pallet, getting everything we can that they haven't ransacked or destroyed. You know, they come across, and uh, we just pushed it or bombed it or did something or took what they mm-hmm. could. I mean, there was, there was, there was some pretty hairy times, and people just don't understand what we and they don't understand that shit. And most of them just don't give a shit. They don't care. Those little fuck bags. They're, you know, they look at an old guy in a bar with a Vietnam veteran hat. They don't understand what he went through over there. They don't understand what we went through when, when we went to Iraq and Afghanistan. And they, they don't yeah. care because they never been through it. It didn't affect them. All it did was them. It didn't affect any of them. And that's why I was like, man, if you hear the nick, and that's why I love that you mentioned that, because I'm like, man, people, when you, you hear the truth behind all these things, I was like, just wait until oh, you yeah. go through it. I'm like, even if it's not like you don't actually go into boot camp, well, just stuff if you enter a program to get to go experience what we did, you know. Yeah, most of them won't experience. Most of them will never understand. Most of them will never comprehend the hardships just through boot camp and even day-to-day life in the fleet, what we went through, you know. Being military, because yeah. you were Army, I was Marine Corps, and it was pretty similar lifestyles. Because you, you were, uh, you were a grunt, right? Yeah. So I, mean, I was ready to rock there with grunts. Infantry, yeah. they had eleven Charlie. Well, we went in eleven X-ray, and then they grouped us as either eleven Bravo, which is straight infantry, yeah, or eleven Charlie, which is infantry slash mortarmen. Like I also did mortars. As oh, well. so but basically all that. Does, I get 
80 pounds to carry around everywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I that, yeah, I know what a motorman is. Base plate, 85 pounds. Yeah, I, mean, I think wasn't like, you know, I was like, you guys weight to it. I was like, but you add, you add that on top of a rucksack, even being an AG, an assistant gunner was, yeah. even just carrying that stuff. My, I mean, when I was marching like on a mission or whatever it was, I mean, my shoulders were dying. Like my shoulders oh, yeah, were man. hurting. People don't understand. You get 100 to 140 pound combat load in that pack on your back and you're moving with it. You yeah, might move and then at night time, the night vision goggles and your what we call nods in the army night. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, we call them, we call them nods. The same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got all that shit, and then God, these little fuckers can't drive on the highway during the daytime in a perfect weather conditions, much less when it's raining at night with MVGs on and blackout conditions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God forbid. I mean, little to. You know, twenty foot visibility plus your all your all your depth perceptions gone with the MVGs. You know, with any type yep. of night vision, it's just yeah. Because then you got you got that you got to look through, and then you got to put that behind your scope and still be able to look through it and aim and everything okay. else. Okay. And... Mm-hmm. People just don't understand, man. I mean, we're not badasses. We just did. What we did. We did it. Country. We fucking check on that blank check up to, you know, our life, and it's not appreciated. It's really not. And then we come home, and the VA shafts us. You know, they don't give two shits if we live or die. Hell, they hope we die, so they ain't got to pay us anymore because that takes away from bonuses. And we're fucking up the system with more red tape and bullshit, just trying to get what they promised us. Yeah, and bringing up, and that's what I'm saying, you bring up all the hardships and you go through the military and tell people, I was like, man, you had to dig your own, a fox, what we call foxhole, so that's what you slept in, you know, oh, yeah, the we thing rain We made a hooch, a hooch out of our rain poncho and we broke sticks to keep making like the tent out of it, our little hooch. And we're, the we're recovering pop. Huh? I mean, I spent three months in South America sleeping in a ranger roll. Yeah. That's that you take you take your poncho liner and tie it into your poncho and you just pull that over you and hope it keeps you dry. Yeah. <laughs> Much gonna keep you dry in South America in the rainforest. Uh, shit. Well, tell me it's, like it's very uncomfortable. I mean I I mean I've gone Oh, yeah, gone 12, 13 days without, with nothing but water, not eating, not a cigarette, not a dip of Copenhagen, not a cup of coffee. I damn sure didn't get my spice latte, gelato, fucking pussy drink from Starbucks that morning. Mocha choke of bullshit. Yeah, mocha choke fucking, shut up, pussy, you're not getting it today. <laughs> uh, we didn't get those. You know, I mean, they don't, they don't understand, like, and then, but then, then you got these fishing sitting here fat as fuck. And basically, all they did was send us to fix with a gun what they weren't smart enough or what they were too arrogant to fix with a pen. Yeah. Or standing up, shaking a hand, or slapping a little fat North Korean guy and telling him, no, stop your missile shit. You know, uh, these politicians sent us to fix with a gun, but they, but they didn't have the balls to fix them, the intelligence. 
That's why I, mean, I, I, don't know. I get on. Nothing grab them. It's just how I mean. That's why I get on to entitle people so much, you know. Mm-hmm. But like literally, so you had that. Uh, I tell people, I was like, okay, you, you like the <laughs> privacy of being able to go to the bathroom and shut the door and lock it and all this other stuff. I said, you know, boot camp here in the shower with forty other dudes, you know. Shit. I say, but, I, uh, when you're out in the field, okay. and if I couldn't see two, at least two of my guys, I was worried. I wanted to see it. I wanted sure those motherfuckers had eyes on me because I'm in a vulnerable spot. I'm in the middle of dropping a deuce. I mean, yeah, hell. They issued us an, what they call, we call in the army an e-tool, which is that little yeah, shovel. That tool, small shovel, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I told them, I said, what you're doing, I said, you have, I said, well, you got to use the bathroom. You got one guy behind you with a rifle facing one way, one guy yeah. in front of you with a rifle facing the other way. I said, then you find a log that you want to sit on you know, yeah. or hang your ass off of, and then you dig your own shithole basically, and you use the bathroom, yeah. cover it up, and then you know, you got to bury all. I was like, man, that's uncomfortable. I was like, imagine doing that. Or, or what's even worse is we had wag bags when I was over in Iraq, and uh, shit, I was lucky. We piece of a pool noodle, and I took a five gallon bucket, one of the old, uh, I went over to the tankers and I got one of their fucking hydraulic fluid buckets, a five gallon bucket. Stole that son of a bitch. A wag bag of fit right on in there. Put that pool noodle around. It's a little more comfortable than a wooden ammo crate or putting one cheek on an E tool. Yeah. You know, Cause in the desert, there's no logs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know, man. Of course, then again, in South America, Everything in that jungle wants to kill you, including the fucking ants in the tree sap. Yeah. So, playing against a tree for anything. Tell you what, you one just... of the most comfortable ways I split was leaning against my battle buddy's back, is what we call it. But, you know, the other guy, yeah, yeah, that back to, yeah. yeah. sitting up back, back to back. back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I used to have an old jungle hammock. I'd try to hang up between two vehicles wherever I could. I could fit my pack in there, and I could close the buttons. And, uh, I mean, sometimes it was hot as shit. Sometimes the wind was blowing right. It was nice and cool. And uh, that was where I slept most of the time. Rifle fit in there with me. Fucking point that barrel at my feet. And put my rack up above, or my pack up above my head. I mean, it was eight feet long. I could fit me and my pack in there. I was the best sleep I got. Yeah. I, mean, I remember trying to stretch out in the Humvee. It was armored. I mean, you're sleeping in an armored Humvee, and your alarm clock is bullets hitting the fucking armor. That's a hell of an yeah. alarm clock. Yeah. People don't you're understand. Yeah, it's 95 yeah, degrees in there, and pouring sweat. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no snooze button there. Snooze <laughs> button on that one. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm trying to see if I thought about it then. I'd have called the 50 cal on top and the turret the snooze button. <laughs> yeah, I love for people to hear because I try to explain to them. It's not to say, hey, I've been through more shit than you have in life. It's just saying, hey, I've experienced this. And if you went through this stuff, you would appreciate these things a lot more and rather than bitching yeah. and whining about it or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, wherever you I've run into it so many times. I don't know the way I look at it. I've I've had I've dealt with people where they, oh I've been through this and I've I've had this and I've had this. And I'm like okay, 
Well, you know, I've been through some shit too. We've all been through some shit, but here's how I look at it, man. You've got victims, you've got survivors, and you've got fucking warriors. Victims, they're the ones that are still suffering with it, still fighting it. The survivors, those are the ones that still look over their shoulder. They're through it, but the warriors are the ones who come back and they're like, fuck you, I'll not be that victim again. Yeah. They don't treat people like shit with it. They don't they don't shit on people. They don't go out and fucking be assholes about it. They sit back and they're like, I'm just not going through that again. I'm not going to be that victim again. But they actually became better because of it. That's your warriors there. Your victims, they're the ones that still piss and moan and whine about it. The survivors, they still look over their shoulder and they still, and they almost there. But then you that's got your warriors. So. These topics are so perfect because that brings back the political correctness. Because they're like, oh, you call me something other than what I want to be called. I'm going to go bitch and whine about it over here. And I'm going to post it here. And I'm going to say, you need to be calling me this. You shouldn't be calling me that. You know, type of thing. They're like, you know, it's like a name calling game. I'm like, really? You're offended okay, at well, work. Tell me what you to be called. I'll call you that. But at the same time, the he, she, this, that. I don't know, man. There's two genders. And yeah, I know some people don't want to be their gender. And yeah, it's a battle with them. Okay, that's your battle. Don't be a rude bitch and take it down on everybody else. Fucking fix your shit with, within you and then move forward. You know, do live your life how you want to. You're awarded that freedom because of people like us who didn't come back. Because people long before us that did the same thing, only harsher and rougher environments. And that's what gave you that right to be able to be a little cunt and not fucking care about anybody else's feelings but your own. Be a selfish little bitch. Okay, sit, piss, moan, and whine because, oh, I said something that hurts your feelings instead of just ignoring it and going on. If, if if you let every little thing in life bother you, well, it's just going to tear you apart. Yeah, you're just going to have not have a fun time at all. And I try yeah, to tell people, I was like, that. words are words. Words aren't breaking you. I was like, words do well, not change your life. I don't know. It depends on who they come from and who they're directed from. Words can hurt you. And words can hurt for a long time. Like, I've had words said to me by a certain person, and I'll never forget what she said. That's with me forever. But did I let that did I let that affect me? Yeah, for a while I did. Some ways I did. But do I let that control my life now? Fuck no, I don't. You can't. Yeah. It comes each and end of each individual person has to be their individual self and do what makes you happy and fuck the rest of the world and what they think. Yeah, Just and that's that. kinda why I worded it a little bit wrong, but like, hurts can, I mean, words can hurt, but like you said, if you don't let it hurt you forever, you know what I mean? Take your time and just be like, okay, and deal with it, and then, yeah. then you got to turn around and say, okay. I'm not going to lie. It took me a while. It took me a while after some of those things were said to me to realize, hey, you know what? Your words don't dictate my life. They don't determine how, how I do things anymore. They don't determine how the outcome. I determine the outcome. And once I figured that out, but not everybody's that out. Not everybody had the, has the guidance that I had. I was very fortunate. You know, I can honestly say that. I had people who give a shit about me that were like, man, fuck those idiots. They don't even know you. Come on, we know you. Come on over here with us. Fuck them. You know, Casey and Thomas are two of the biggest ones. And Newman and Eric, they fucking, no, fuck that. This world is shit. Come over here. 
be the good person that you know you are. Be the good person you can just fuck it. If it makes you happy, do yeah. it. If it don't make you happy, leave it. Yeah. That's what I said. The, the real friends and the real people are going to surround you and be like, hey, that's why I've become exactly. and I have to take my hats off to my supervisor. Uh, his name's Larry Jones. But he has mentored me so much in my job and how, because I used to react, react, react. And he's like, take a minute. He's like, think about this, you know, and he's like, don't let, you know, it's basically like you were talking about, don't let them take control over, or have control over you and your life and what you're trying to accomplish because, you know, that's kind of, and I, I just grew and grew and almost became, now I'm to the point where I'm just like numb. Well, you know, I'm like, somebody says something to me and I'm like, oh, that's dumb, but oh well. It's like, you know, it kind of doesn't bother me near as much as what, like, what it used to affect me. If that makes right, sense. exactly. But to a choice of, do I really want to let this one clown's words affect my entire day or my entire week? No, no. I'm not going to let that person take the ha- take my happiness for this entire day just by saying something stupid to me. That you know, I may pop something off back, but I'm going to go on about my business. Yeah. Well, fuck you. We're going to fight about it. Are we just going to let it go? That's pretty much what I'll say to Elm. Like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, okay. Or I'll say, okay. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, and, and it just kind of rolls over the, one, my shoulders. One the, of my favorite things to say to him is, yep, you're fucking stupid. Have a good day. And walk off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd be surprised at how many people just sit there with daring the headlights look when I say that and walk away from them. I don't talk to them again. They come yeah. up, try it again. I'm like, all right. I don't. I once somebody says something like that, it says something derogatory to me or anything else. I, okay, well, I see the type of person you are, and I don't want to associate with that. So I'm going to go ahead and walk my ass over here, not associate with you. Yep. Once I started doing that, that the more and more I did that, the happier I got in life. Exactly. Yes. I used to care about so much what people thought of me and what they were saying to me, and that was my downfall. I was like, man, what? And eventually, I got, the more and more I got away from that, the, yeah. the happier I got. Pretty much, I if really, you're not feeling fucking me or paying my bills, your opinion don't matter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah, once once, uh, once I realized that, like you said, I'm the same. It's like, you know what? Once you're not contributing to my happiness, I'm going to move away and disassociate with you. And I've had to, I've cut off several people and I just go about my business and do my fucking thing. Yep. I'm not perfect. I know that. I don't need you sitting there pointing it out every five minutes. Cause that's sure. Yeah. I'm going to go here regardless whether you agree with it or not. But you're not paying my bills. You're not sleeping in my bed next to me every night. And you ain't fucking putting food on my table. Your opinion don't matter. Right. That's the way I look at it. Somebody lashes out. They're they're trying to vent. They're trying to make themselves feel better rather than actually attacking you. Yeah, for their shortcomings. I mean, that's... I've not... The recent, the most recent people I cut off, they were they were just shitty people, and you know they projected everything. Wait a minute, 
this is just not okay. This is not who I am. You're, you're showing me who you are, and you're telling me I'm this, which, no, I'm not this. You're this. So, yeah, no, I'm not going to let you break me down and bring me down. Can't do that. Yeah, and that's why uh, it's so funny because people are like, even though we're not Facebook friends, it doesn't mean we're not friends in real life. And I, yeah, and exactly. I don't lean on social media, but I'm like, bull fuck shit. You know, it's different if you deleted your Facebook or, you know, that's different because yeah. so many friends with, or if you just, or if your account got shut down, and you have to make a new one. Those situations are different. Yeah. You're straight mm-hmm. up, like, delete my ass for no reason. And he's like, you know, disown me for whatever reason. And then later on, you come back. I, well, their friend request pops up and I hit delete. Oh, I sent you a friend request. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I or, when, or, when, or when you block me on Facebook <laughs> and me for two months, then all of a sudden, come back and be friends. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no. Yeah. I delete their friend requests or whatever, and then they're like, oh, yeah. I have to, I think you she she is. It's a, okay, how about you? You did it. At least acknowledge what you did. Yeah, until you do that, no, I don't even want to be your friend. You pushed it to that point. I don't want to associate yeah. with someone like you. And that's what kills me the worst is when they act like nothing happened. I'm like, yeah, I don't oh, yeah. it. I'm like, yeah. Uh, oh, listen, this is <laughs> Like, yeah, no, no, I've, I figured it out. <laughs> I'm so much happier without you. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, I remember talking to you earlier and asking you what the title was going to be, and you said something about aliens, and I forgot to say this earlier, but, uh, you know, honestly, I kind of think maybe our government and who uh, are chose to be leaders that might be why the aliens lock their doors so they fly by earth and it's probably why they haven't visited us yeah like i said no i'm on a story so that's a good thing like the aliens topic so there's a half and half i think on people who believe in aliens and people who don't believe in aliens personally you can you might have a different thing but i believe in aliens for the simple fact It is ignorant for anyone, in my opinion, to think that we're the only ones and as as big as our universe is and as many planets and you don't know how right. far space goes. And I was thinking galaxy, you know, and they say there's more out there. I, I agree with you. I think it's arrogant and ignorant to think that we're alone and in, in such a vast I mean regardless of how far it is it's like what if there's a a planet just like ours somewhere out there and there's people on it and they're they're thinking the same thing about us they're like oh i wonder if aliens are real and we're the aliens to them you know yeah i don't know that aliens are going to be a little they might look just like us how the fuck do we know yeah yeah we 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 haven't even you know discovered all of our oceans on earth yet much less the the vast fuck you know existence of space. Yeah, so many unexplained things. I tell people oh, in yeah. the dinosaurs, they're like, "Oh, yeah, the land dinosaurs." It's like, what happened to the water dinosaurs? There were dinosaurs that lived in the yeah. water. What if they just dove down deep and still surviving to this day? <laughs> you know, our oceans are so deep. I mean, and and I'm a certified scuba diver. I know you can't. You can only go a certain depth before it's crushed depth for a human being. We can only send submarines so deep. We can only send robots. Right. 
before it crushes them, you know. We we don't know what's down there. I mean, we don't we don't know what all is down there. I mean, strange things wash up on the beach sometimes. I mean, yeah. We, we don't know what's a thousand feet deep in the middle, you know, the Bering Sea or whatever. We don't know this. We haven't been, haven't been able to explore it. Just like space, it's so right. vast. I agree with you 100 percent, though, Cam. It's, I mean, I think it's arrogant and ignorant to think that we're alone, and, and even in our galaxy alone, it's so big. You know, we haven't, yeah. we haven't explored. Of it. Like we just landed on Mars with a rover, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Like, what if the oh, yeah. camera so happens to catch something, you know, while it's moving? Because they're still on Mars looking at stuff. And right now oh, it's yeah. just mountain ranges and dirt. And I said, well, what if they run across some cave or something or catch a glimpse of something moving over there? It's like, yeah. you know, if we, still, I mean, if we can make it to Mars, they might push it and try to make it on another planet, you know? Yeah. I'm on Facebook not too long ago, and I don't really put much stock in anything I read on Facebook. But it just it kind of caught my attention, you know. As a kid, my dad had me, you know, kind of. And it wasn't even for school projects, but I, I cut out articles and I read every article on the Hubble telescope, you know, stuff like that. But I, I read something, and it wasn't too long ago. I said, well, what if uh, Mars was just like Earth? And Adam and Eve, they sent them in a pod to land on Earth because it was an inhabitable planet to repopulate the Earth, you know, or yeah. to you know to, to save the human race. Who's to say? I mean, we're fucking up this planet pretty good. Who's to say we didn't fuck up Mars first thousands of years ago? Yeah. You know? It's true. I, I mean, I, I said I've thought about it for a second. You can sit there and have, like, deep thoughts about all that stuff. and I don't think people really think about that kind of stuff, you know? Like, I know there's some people yeah. that do. But a lot of people are too afraid to come out and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about at night sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah, but we're the nerds. We're the weirdos. All that shit. Because we actually stop and we're like, hey, wait a minute. Our, our brains actually work. So, yeah, we're not we're not sitting there standing on the phone and walking into walls and shit. We're, 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 more, yeah. we're thinking about, you know, hey, well, this is possible. Anything's possible. You know, it made me take, it made me stop for a second and kind of think, hey, you know what? I mean, it can't be too far off. I mean, it's, it, it, it is possible. I'm not going to say, yeah, that's the reality of it. That's how it happened. But, I mean, it's, it's a possibility. I'm not saying it's a great possibility, but it's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, nobody ever thought on the moon. Nobody ever thought we'd hit Mars. I mean, fuck, what's next? I just, I don't know. How do we know that our government is doing some more sneaky shit and they're looking at it to send people to another planet because we're fucking up this one so bad and in 100 years, this and Earth's going to be just like Mars. You know, and yeah. how do we know that? There's millions and millions, I think, of unsolved mysteries, like the show Unsolved Mysteries, except it's not. Oh, like yeah. Cold cases, it's just undiscovered. Right. You know? I mean, there's just, there's so much out there. I mean, there's so much unknown out there. I mean, but so few people still thirsting for knowledge and that are still inquisitive about things. Everybody's worried, oh, technology. Ooh, I want this new car. Ooh, I gotta have these certain shoes. Ooh, I want this newest iPhone. Yeah, read a book, Junior. Let's, yeah, they're worried about the new education. Self-education, yeah. I think, is one of the best things you can do. 
Well, now, definitely, because I'm a firm believer in over the past 10 to 20 years, they've been dumbing down our education system, especially our public education system. I mean, how else can you explain why people are trying to fucking vote for idiots coming into office to say, oh, well, it's okay to fly a rainbow flag over the White House. Uh, Focus on, it's like, hey, wait a minute, we have other problems over here. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, Cupcake, didn't mean to hurt you. Don't really care that I did, but uh, this guy has nukes over here. Maybe we should make peace with him. Maybe we should be nice to this guy for a minute, or at least sit down and hold a conversation with this guy. Oh, the hell with that. My feelings are hurt, so this is a priority in this country. No, no, no. We got children starving in this country. Why aren't we fixing that? We've got kids yeah. in our own states in Flint, Michigan, that don't have clean water to drink. Why aren't we fixing that? Yeah. But we're more worried about somebody's fucking feelings over here, over whatever color flag they want to fly, who they want to love, go love who you want to love, be who you want to be. But damn it, we got problems. When humans start being humans again, that'll be a great day. And they're more worried about illegal immigrants than our own homeless veterans that fought for this country. You know, know, uh, over 80% of the homeless are veterans. And And, uh, I had some guys from Del Papa ask me where to start, and I think they've tried to start some doing doing some stuff with Budweiser. And uh, they said, well, where do we start with this? You're a veteran. I said, start local. I said, the hell with fucking giving some money to a national thing where it's going to get funneled in. Somebody's going to make a bunch of money, and these homeless people are going to get a few hundred bucks and some sandwiches. No. Yeah. Start local. Put every penny into it. You know? I said, if I ever got rich, you know, I'm going to start like a homeless rehab center. You know what I mean? Where you actually help Kirbyville. They build them those tiny homes. You come in and you do nothing until you can. And these guys that are getting the disability checks in the VA, some of them are paying their own light bill. Some are paying, for, I think it's a well system. But it gives them a place to get back on their feet. Because, you know, nine times out of ten, a homeless person can't get a fucking You know why? The biggest problem I've seen with it from people I've talked to, and I had personal experience with a buddy of mine, a police officer up in uh, up around Flint, Michigan. But when I first met him, he was under the bridge at Tram Guitar in his truck, and he was trying to get a job. He'd come down here to find some roofing work. It wasn't long after the hurricanes had hit. This was back in 06. Uh, I just found a rent house that I could afford moved in there and I met he's got a long scraggly beard he hadn't had a shower in a couple of days he's on his last couple bucks you know basically just getting him a bottle of water and whatever he could to snack on just to survive waiting to try and get a job at this gas station so he could get enough money to get him something to eat and then eventually get himself back home you know why he couldn't get a job the biggest problem because he didn't have an address he didn't have a home address and I've heard that from a lot of people And now I'm sitting here. And so I said, you know what? I said, fuck it. He didn't have an address and a phone number. So I let him use my phone number. I let him use my address. I brought him to my house. Let him take a shower. He went in there, shaved, took a shower, come out looking like a new man. We fed him. He sat and ate dinner with us. He ended up living with us for like six or eight months. He was a great guy. He worked his ass off. He had a little money in his pocket. He ended up joining you know, he, he, and then he jumped through all the hoops to, to be able to join the Marine Corps. He left for boot camp and 
never looked back. He still calls me occasionally. I'm friends with him on Facebook. I see him. And every now and then he's like, you know, I really, I wouldn't be here if one year. I'm like, you know what, man? You don't, you don't have to thank me. My thanks. I see you got, you're married. You got a beautiful wife, two beautiful children. You got a great life. You know, I mean, I ain't trying to toot my own horn, but you know what? I'm glad I met that guy. I'm glad I was able to help him. Hell, he's, I am right now, you know, it's, but he's, Every now and then, you find somebody and you give them that leg up. I don't know, man. For I guess the best thing I come up with for a wrap up message is, you know, just just be a good human being. I think that's one thing that our world has lost a lot of. I'm sure you'll agree. We I think we've talked about this before. I know Casey and I have, but people uh, they're just not as good to their fellow man as they used to be. You know, right. I mean, people used to be able to go next door and borrow a cup of sugar or whatever. You know, borrow, borrow a hammer. You, you can't even hardly do that anymore nowadays. Just, people just become assholes. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Just be a good human. Help your right. fellow man. Actually, actually care about the human being next to you. Doesn't matter what color his skin is, where he comes from, what he does for a living, how much money he makes. None of that shit matters. What matters... He's a human being, you know? Yeah. We all bleed red, and we all breathe the same air, so. Exactly. Well, I mean, and I know in the Army, you were taught the same thing I was in the Marine Corps. That's your brother. And uh, I got a tattooed on my chest. I am my brother's keeper. Yeah. And nobody may – if we all work together, we're all going to make it out. If we don't work together, only a few of us are going to make it out. Man. Exactly. It's just life. Can't take it so seriously. <laughs> Can't take any of it with you when you go. Exactly. Yeah. Can't take nothing to the grave. So, yeah, leave exactly. it all here. Leave a mark on yeah. the people that are left here after you leave the earth. So. Yeah. I mean, do something good today because you never know what kind of day another person's having or how you might impact their day or how, may, how you might impact the rest of their life. Like I told you about a buddy of mine. He lives in Michigan now as a cop. All it took was me stopping and asking if he was okay, making sure he wouldn't broke down. You know, some reason he got to talking to me. He'd come down here from Michigan looking for some work. It didn't pan out. He was sleeping in his truck for a week. And, I mean, the only reason he couldn't get a phone, didn't have an address and a phone number. Well, I gave him both those things. And you know what? He ended up uh, and, uh, hell, I was, Following houses and doing my contract work, and he was good at it. And he was right there with me, and that's something that's never missed a day of work. And, and he, I mean, he he knew what he was doing. He worked hard, and we made a good. And he joined the Marine Corps. Now he's a police officer in Michigan. Got a beautiful phone. And all happened and talking to him for five minutes. I mean, I never thought in a million years this dude. And, and it ain't it ain't because of what I did for him. It's because he had the drive. But every now and then, just talking to that guy for five minutes, I may be willing to say, use my address. Here's where I live. Come by. You got mail in the box. I'll give it to you. If I get a phone call, I'll come find you. He ended up a few days. Turned out to be one of the nicest people. You can't always take that chance, and I know that, and I understand that. But what, what that guy I did, and I'm glad I did because he ran with it. But just giving him that five-minute conversation, I mean – 
He just, I mean, it's not going to happen like that with everyone I know. But if more people did that, I think it'd be amazing what would happen in this world, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not some great human being. I'm not fucking Gandhi or nothing. But just for some reason, that day I just happened to be to say, you know what? Let me check on this guy. Make sure he's all right. Make sure he ain't broke down. Never thought in a million years that's what it would turn into. He's a good friend of mine. If I called him right now, he'd do everything he could to help me. But it was just one act of kindness. And and honestly, I ain't going to lie to you, man. I've gotten away from that. I'm a selfish motherfucker. I stay away from people. I just, I can't afford to put myself out there. I've been burned more times than bad than good came out over the years. But that's the one time I actually made a difference. I felt good about it. Yeah. I need, to, I need to do that more often now to think about it. Hell, I love seeing people succeed. It's not Life's not a competition. It don't matter how good you're doing, somebody's going to hate on you and tell you, oh, you don't deserve that. It doesn't matter how hard you work for it. You know, and then there's always going to be some son of a bitch that's going to say, oh, you don't, you wouldn't have that if it wasn't for me. Well, I'll tell you what, this guy, it ain't because of me he has what he has. Because he busted his ass. Right. You know, race it's a marathon and everybody's got their own lane you know yeah i just i i don't know like i said man just, just be a good human you know that's, that's what it comes to i mean it, it's as simple as complimenting somebody's shoes through their hair when you walk by them during the day you don't know what kind yeah. of shit day that person is having even after all the stuff we talked about it's pretty much uh, it all rounds off to that to that point you know really oh yeah and one of them was a fun thing, but the other two were it's kind of pointed towards that direction. Hey, just at the in the end, no matter what you're right. thinking or which side you're on, viewpoints you have, we're, be good people at the end of the day. We're we're all on this rock spinning around together. You know, I got one go round on it, and right. uh, quite honestly, I I don't care what people me, but honestly, I I want to be a good person. And I wish everybody on the face of this planet would want to be a good person. I mean, I, and I'm fortunate to know a lot of good people, but I'm also unfortunate to know a lot of shitty people that are selfish yeah. about themselves, you know. I busted my ass my whole life just like you have to get with a little live guy. I'm, but yeah, but if something I don't mind helping them out, I'll give them a ride. Yeah, I got a nice vehicle because I busted my ass for it. Well, you need a ride? I'll pin and give you a ride. Yeah, there's food on my table to bust my ass for. If you're hungry, I'm going to feed you. Right. I got no problem with that. I'm not going to shame somebody because they're hungry. Everybody, not everybody's got the same. Everybody's circumstances are different. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Brother, I appreciate you coming on and talking with me and appreciate appreciate the the invite. Oh yeah, we'll do uh, some more conversations and podcast episodes together too, as well. So, I want to give a big shout out to Sean McNulty, one of my best friends. Great guy, he's awesome to talk to. Uh, Given insight and his opinions on those things, and uh, hopefully, gave anybody listening out there the insight 
on those topics as well. So join me next on episode three, coming out soon.